oh, you're uh, you're Mark Maron. And he's like, yeah, I'm Mark Maron. And I go, uh, uh, he's like, oh, so what, what's your deal? Are you, are you in like the tournament or whatever? And I'm like, yeah, I'm doing the, uh, you know, the college tournament. Uh, he goes, how much time do you guys get to do in the uh, in the tournament? And I said, three minutes. And he goes, three minutes. That's not stand up. I was like, okay, yeah, you're right, man. Totally, you're yeah, right. And then I walk away. And I was like, okay, that's all right. And then like, a year later, uh, Todd Berry came to our school. He was another famous comedian, and I knew he was friends with Mark Marin. And so I was like talking to him before the show's opening for him at, at UF. And I was talking to him before, and I told him about meeting Mark Marin. And now he told me like three minutes, like three minutes, that's not stand up. And Todd Berry goes, you know, you can do a lot in three minutes. Hey, everybody, welcome to Young Persons Radio. <laughs> Here on Radio Free Brooklyn, this is uh, your host Colby Smith with you as always. I am joining, I am joining, I am joined today by your friend and mine, Tim Keck. Hey, Colby! There we go. And coming into the coming into the the fold now is uh, uh, Trevor and Marika. Are you guys there? Are you th are you there? Okay, it says that you are but i can't hear you what's uh so you got so i i guess i think what's happening uh when i look at the participants thing is that there's no little microphone icon next to your name there is a video one uh so i guess figure out what's going on with you out there they'll figure it out i i have faith in them i have faith too just know that we can't hear you and i would like to hear you uh so um do what you can to make that happen tim you got any uh any news to share with us do i have any news boy you know you know i'm i i, I wrecked the streets of brooklyn i'm out there i'm among the people uh much less so nowadays but i did get groceries today and uh the key food near or near uh, near my place only letting 15 people in at a time yeah I got to tell you, it's it's nice. It's a little scary because everyone's wearing masks. I do not have a mask yet. Uh, someday I'll get a mask, hopefully, even though I think if everybody else wears the masks, then I don't need to worry about it as much. Mm -hmm. As long as everyone else is covering their, like, keeping their coughs in, yeah. then I can throw them I freely. guess if, if that's true. If, if you trust everyone else to yeah. have a mask, you don't necessarily need a mask. Yeah. So I was, I was, I had to wait in line. Like, everyone was spaced out in this Key Foods. And I've gotten a little paranoid about the spacing thing. I'm not going to lie. I was standing in line, and the dude behind me was, like, on the phone, and he's kind of, like, pacing a little bit. And he would get a little too close to me, and I was always like, oh, giving him the stink eye. Yeah. Like, back off, bro. And then some dude in the – I was looking at chicken, and he kind of, like, leans over my shoulder to get something. And I was like, yo, back off, dude. Yeah. It's like, back, get out of my space. Get out of here. There's literally, there's 15 of us in this entire grocery store. They have signs. They're telling you on the way in, hey – uh, spread out, and uh, and people are still getting into my personal space. Yeah, you know what I thought was funny on the way in, they're going, they're, they're they were really trying to do a nice job, but we're in a line. There's like the baskets by the front door, mm -hmm. and uh, they're not letting anyone go in the same way. Like, there's one entrance to the store, mm -hmm. and instead of like letting somebody go in and then waiting a second and letting somebody else go, they're sending one person in in the normal way and the other person in the exit. So they're like, go through the exit. So I went through the exit, had to walk around all the cash registers, walk back to the entrance to get a basket, and then start grocery shopping while the dude who was behind me in line just walked through the entrance 
with a basket. Oh. I mean, I don't know. We're all learning here. Yeah, we're all learning. We're all learning. It's a little crazy, but it, it's, I don't know. It's making me simultaneously more comfortable and a little more paranoid. Uh-huh. Just all of it. I guess, yeah, okay. Here, see, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Now we've got now, video. We're not talking yet. We've got video, though. I'm seeing video. Kobe? Hey, it's Mark. Hey. Why aren't you doing video? Share video. Share video. I- I'm doing no video so that there's less stress on our Wi-Fi. Here. Share video. Get Colby. Show us your face. Okay, just for a second. Here I am. <laughs> oh, Tim. Tim! There the it is. Tim. Tim. Oh, he did it. Now we're going away. Do it again. <laughs> I got your picture. Okay, okay, here we go. Here's a real picture. Ready? Great. <laughs> I heard the uh, I heard the screenshot go. <laughs> so guess what? What? We're already recording. Oh, good. good. Mark Marin style. So so say, have I ever told you guys my Mark Marin story? No. Uh, yes, three minutes. Three minutes is not stand up. But then, <laughs> but then Todd Berry says you can do a lot in three minutes. And Tim learned a lot in Colorado. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly right. So Trevor and Marika, you're here. What's up? Hi. Hi. Okay. <laughs> What's up? Let me tell you. Um, are we we're on air right now? Yeah, you are. Live? Are we live? We're no. live streaming right now to the entire world. We're on Fantastic. Twitch. Wow. We're on yeah. Twitch. We're in a little uh picture in picture with LeBron James playing 2K. LeBron Don, that's great. Why aren't you showing? Why aren't you sharing a video of this? Um. So yeah, no. We're you know, time is amorphous. There is no time. It's amorphous. It's amorphous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read uh, the past two days. I've been reading a lot about who framed Roger Rabbit, and I think really? that says a lot uh, about what's going on. Would you say you've learned a lot about who framed him? I think. Well, I've been reading the IMDb trivia, so it's extensive on. Uh, who all was uh, had the opportunity to play the role of Eddie Valiant? I think it was, sounds like almost every uh, actor, every male <laughs> actor in Hollywood at the time. Uh, I learned about all the different directors who passed up the job and regretted it. Uh, I learned about how Disney was not so sure that Robert Zemeckis was up to the task of directing, but no. after uh, the hits of Back to the Future, and um, a different one, I can't remember. Uh, they they brought it back and they said he can do it. Uh, so a lot of stuff like that. That's cool. I guess I've never wondered before how far down the list, on everyone's list at the studio, Bob Hoskins was before he took the job. Yes. I guess I've never wondered that much about who framed Roger Rabbit, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> yeah, well, these, this is the kind of, this is what it's all about now. And yeah, so I'll tell you, you know, Steven Spielberg wanted Harrison Ford, but his price tag is too high. And Harrison then- Ford? Yeah. In yeah. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Sure Harrison that. fucking Han Solo himself? <laughs> Indiana <laughs> Jones? I Pick guess, yeah. This came, who Framed Roger Rabbit came out in 1985? No. Blade Runner. What year? Uh, it's later than that, because it's after Back to the Future and stuff. Okay. Uh... uh I'm um, looking at 1988. 88. Okay, yeah. So, okay, and then so apparently Bill Murray auditioned and they all liked him a lot, but because it's he's so weird and you can't get a hold of him normal ways, 
they couldn't get in touch with him. And IMDb Trivia says he read that in an interview and screamed out loud, even though he was in public, because oh, he wouldn't have done the movie. Damn. Oh, yeah. That's man. funny. Did you do a remake? You went for Bill. Well, there, is, there was a remake in uh, that they tried, that didn't get past development, that was Roger Rabbit in World War II goes into Nazi Germany to rescue <laughs> his girlfriend. Uh, and, <laughs> Steven Spielberg rejected the idea, so it okay. did not get made. Um, yeah, Steven Spielberg was like, if I'm going to make a movie about Nazi Germany, it's going to be something else. Yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford would have been great in that movie. Yes. Harrison Ford, Nazi Germany, Roger Rabbit. Teams up with Roger Rabbit, yeah. Gosh. It would have been incredible. But so that's pretty much, I think that sums up a lot about where I'm at. Uh, and I think you could extrapolate that to where the world's at. <laughs> totally. Marika, would you say that you are in a similar place? Uh, I would say that I'm in the place where I hear a lot about Roger Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Odd hours of the night and day. Um. I do want to say for everyone at home, Roger Rabbit, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, is on Disney+. Plus. It's one of the two touchstone films. Am I screaming? It was one of the two touchstone films that uh, in, that included Disney. The other one is something else. I forget. I'll find out. But anyway, you can watch it if I've inspired you. Uh, not knowing the second touchstone film is very funny to me. It's another one that's like half animation. What other ones did they do? Space Jam. No, it's not Space Jam. Is that Disney? Mm, I don't know. Page Master. Page Master, yeah. Oh, man, the Page Master. Page Master is pretty good. Yeah. Page Master is one of the books that I only know. I don't think I've ever actually watched it. Mm -hmm. But as a kid, I definitely had like books, like Disney books that were just the story. And mm -hmm. then uh, like a cassette you could listen to where they would tell you the story. Right. And so I feel like I've seen all the Disney movies, but really I've just had someone read them to me. The Nightmare Before Christmas is the only other Stone oh. movie that's also considered an official Disney film. Gotcha. Is it really? Yes. Whoa. Well, this is according to IMDb trivia, so all this could be fake. This could yeah. all be. Yeah. Jack Skellington is Bay. Who wins in a fight, Jack Skellington or Roger Rabbit? Jack Skellington, without a doubt in my mind. Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit? I think Roger Rabbit. You're saying Jack's not a freak? I imagine a a a Roger Rabbit Jack Skellington fight would would look a lot like Yoda versus Count Dooku. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the Yoda? Oh, yeah, that's, Roger Rabbit's the Yoda. Roger yeah, Rabbit is the Yoda for sure. I guess that's the other element of what's been happening that sums up uh, my situation well. Is I've started to watch all the Star Wars movies in order. Nice. Uh, yeah. And have only so far gotten past Attack of the Clones. Up next, Revenge of the Sith. Well, so it's because, all downhill from there. Yeah, I was just going to say, that's because you know you're at the top of the mountain and everything after this is not as good. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be tough. I'm just glad tough. that all nine movies ended in like a really satisfying way mm -hmm. uh, with uh, the latest installment of, uh, what is it? <laughs> Return of the Jedi, mm. Rise of Skywalker. Oh, yeah. Then End of Skywalker. Well, you're going to love this because we are also, I'm also going to throw in Solo and uh, Rogue One. I'm doing Whoa. Yeah. Oh, you're going to watch those? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they've been on mostly in the background, but I'm, I am going to have them play through. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's, are you, okay. So now here's the question. Rogue One. Best. Are you watching them in the, in like the order that the story unfolds? Are you going to watch Solo before New Hope? Wow. Yes. 
So so the order is the first is one, two, three. Yeah. Solo, Rogue One, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm wow, skipping okay. Mandalorian because I just don't want to do that again right now. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm going to make a Jar Jar cosplay out of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, hell yeah. We, we have projects. We have we projects. Have projects. You guys have projects. Tim and I also have projects. We, we haven't been doing Star Wars. No. Uh, but we keep talking about doing Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh. I've been working on my Hagrid cosplay for a long time. It's like if Hagrid was sexier. Mm-hmm. That's you? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's if, my if cosplay. Hagrid was like a bear. You've done, you've done it. <laughs> Hagrid was a big bear. Just a thong. <laughs> shaking that giant ass. <laughs> if Hagrid was a thong... If That's Hagrid was a Chippendale with Chris Farley. <laughs> yeah, and he, he's wearing a thong, and the thong has a, a mouth with teeth on it, and it chomps people. <laughs> like the book for <laughs> fantastic right. creatures. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Well, let us know if you guys do that. Maybe we'll do it, too. Sure. It's on my, uh, I don't know, it's, on, it's behind the paywall. Though. I would say one of the biggest losses of, uh, of uh, the pandemic so far is not being able to go to Comic-Con in my costume mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's your costume? my co- my costume is uh well you've heard of uh uh you've heard of captain picard right yes certain i'm a captain yeah. kirk fan myself you you what i'm more in team kirk oh you're team kirk okay okay but we know him we, do, we know know him. Him. We do know him okay so my costume okay my costume is captain ripped card and i'm like in a star trek costume but i'm like really jacked Okay, I like that. I like how are you going to do the muscles? Like a young Patrick Stewart. Yeah, like a young Patrick Stewart. <laughs> like how Patrick Stewart really was in the movie Dune. Right, right. Yeah, that's my costume. You're just doing Dune. <laughs> yeah, I'm really doing Dune. Dune Picard? Dune Picard. Dune Picard's pretty cool. Did you guys see Dune? Did not see Dune. I read it. I read Dune. You read Dune? I did. I read half of it. Yeah, there's like a million of them. I find that uh, I find that overwhelming sometimes. Do you guys know when you go to like the beach and there's the sand dunes and the signs say um, "Stay off the dune"? Yeah. So I took that. I just applied that to everything in life, and I stay off the dune. <laughs> so, so I haven't <laughs> seen. I haven't seen or read Dune. I stay off the dune. Yeah, you stay off the dune. Yeah, I respect the dune from a distance. I understand. Yeah. Well, let's let's get to the matter at hand. So you guys are uh, you guys are out in Los Angeles, true or false? True, true. You're out in Los Angeles, California, um, and you know you guys are on lockdown, much like we are here in New York City, the greatest city on the planet, mm-hmm. except most of the time. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> I said it's the greatest city on the planet for a very small percentage of people for a very short window of time. I would say. Uh, <laughs> Tim, who are those people and what is that time? Rich people, uh, <laughs> September through November. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Labor Day to Thanksgiving. That. Yep. I could buy that, yeah. Uh, so you guys are out, you're, you're scoping out real estate opportunities, right? Constantly. So, constantly. Always. I would, I would say to you now, how's the market reacting to all this? I mean, it's just got to be... In volatile. Okay. Before I really say anything, let me just read you a few things here. Okay. Mm-hmm. A few numbers. 18.9 million. 
Okay. 11.4 million. Okay. 25.9 million. 5.29 million. Okay. These are all going to be facts about Roger Rabbit. 19.4 million. 125.0 million. How many people enjoyed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> exactly. Thank you. This movie, it's critically acclaimed. The animation style, there's no computer animation in there. But now let me take you to another number. 11.4 million. Whoa. Whoa. million. 125.0 million. A let budget for Roger Beverly Rabbit? Hills. Beverly Hills is surviving the problem here. Stronger than, hashtag stronger than the storm. Did you say they have not gone down at all? It does. I mean, I'm looking at these numbers. Well, <laughs> the, our only comparison would be about two days ago. True. Okay. <laughs> two days ago, these numbers are holding strong. Yes. <laughs> The 125 million, now that's been on Zillow for 45 days. Right. 18 bedrooms and 25 bathrooms. Now, if, but I, I do want to say that this is a house, this is the former estate of newspaper magnate William Randolph Hearst and actress Marion Davies. So, oh, wow. Uh, are you Hearst heads? You're going to want to, that's it. it was it's bumping it up. That adds three zeros to the end of that one for sure. And it was in yeah, The Godfather and The Bodyguard. So this it was is in the God, Wait, yeah. it was in The Godfather and The Bodyguard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did it, who did it play? Who did it play in The Bodyguard? The Bodyguard It was house. The Bodyguard, yeah. <laughs> the Bodyguard house. Uh, it, this was a destination on JFK. This is actually a crazy house. <laughs> destination on JFK and Jacqueline's wedding? Honeymoon. Honeymoon. Oh. And their wedding they went. Sharing the headphones. Oh, sorry. Colby, and I are... Colby's tr- treating the headphones like, like sheets in a bed. <laughs> We're just battling it out over here for who gets the most. Now, the Zillow Zestimate on this house, I don't yeah. exactly know what that is, but it's mm. only $108 million. Okay, so I bet you can get it. There. There's you could save almost, you could save like 20, almost $20 million on it. You a, could lowball. Yeah. Nice. Lowball. Have you ever haggled for anything in your life? Uh, I think I've tried to and gotten too nervous and probably yeah. paying more than the original price. Only yeah. in third world countries. <laughs> yeah. Wait, explain which. Or Chinatown. We haggled sort of with our couch, but not really. Okay. We haggled a little with our couch. We're like, you're in a store and someone's like, oh, this, would be, this would be about 50 bucks. And you're like, I'm not paying you a dime over 20. Yeah. I, that's the kind of thing that I want to get to more is just look in my wallet and just be like, I got $6 in here. <laughs> Can we do anything with that? Can we do anything with that? You haggled with your glasses person. And mm-hmm. no cost to me. Oh, that's true. There was a point where my glasses broke and I was chatting with a Warby Parker representative. Yeah. And I kept commenting that my glasses had broken and I used the phrase at no cost to me a lot. <laughs> but can I get these replaced at no cost to me? Um, nothing came of that. They did not help me out at all. Um, but I ended the conversation by telling her that my favorite Transformer was Bumblebee. <laughs> so I think that uh, I think that we all haggled there for certain yeah that is a negotiation was going on (laughs) (laughs) if you're getting into your favorite transformer (laughs) see i've I've haggled before in like uh like chinatown in new york they'll do like the thing where you get like a bag you get what greatest city on the planet well for for a very brief period of time chinatown's better for a a different window 
in the middle of August. You want to go the first week of August. That's when you get the best deals in China. The back-to-school deals in Chinatown are where it's at. All those kids need some Prada purses and some watches and sunglasses, and I was haggling over some belt buckles for a minute. I thought I was going to be a real big belt buckle guy. Oh, you could do that. And I was like, oh, cool. He's like $30, and I'm like, whatever, 25 or 20 and I got him down to like 18 and I ha- only had a $20 bill and I handed him a $20 bill and he goes, oh, it's 20 with tax. And I was like, oh, you motherfucker, you wow. got me. But I got my belt buckles and I was out of there and I'm on the way out the door. I yelled, Optimus Prime, motherfucker. And I put it off and it was a real good haggle. That's, That's really good. Haggle. A good haggle on both sides. Yeah. yeah, we both haggled. I got swindled, I would say, but I also haggled. I haggled and swindled. Tim, I do think you should be wearing belt buckles. You think? Yeah. Do you guys think I could rock some big belt buckles? I have you a belt buckle could. that's got a knife in it. Whoa! A knife in it. You mean like it's got a picture of the knife in the buckle, or like there's a secret thing where no, you like, like pull you a knife like, out of the like unfold this one thing and a knife comes out? Oh my god! Now, have you used it? Uh, for fun, for like showing. <laughs> for self defense. <laughs> for, for fun. fun. Uh, have you ever had to like cut some onions use it when i haggle okay so i just want to i just want to point out something that just happened is that okay yeah no we're (laughs) you know we're sitting we're 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 on the mics you know we're talking we're making this episode and i and my phone lights up and i see that trevor lyon has sent me an instagram post that's true. I did. He's on Instagram while we're talking. I, it's 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 a Larry David self quarantining. This is this, <laughs> this has to be seen now. I ignored all my Sopranos messages that were sent to you at three in the morning your time. <laughs> well, you know, I meant to I meant to get back to them today. I but, didn't know uh, how to process them. I'll be honest. <laughs> this is okay. You know what, Tim? I, or, uh, uh, Trevor, I actually like this a lot. It's pretty great pictures of larry david so everybody check out joke michaels on instagram for the uh pictures he's actually a really good photographer he does a lot of cool stuff yeah um, but I, it's funny because we watched uh, the most recent episode of Cur- season of curb and i was thinking about larry david because he's an old man so yeah look. he you know we have we've just started watching this is this 10th season of we're three episodes in and i love it yeah it's great it's, it's great. really funny he's incredible do you think that uh, some of these plot? Now you're a little farther ahead than we are, but yeah. do you think some of the like storylines in this are to cover up all of the real sexual harassment cases against Larry David, the man? <laughs> you think he's that diminishing you? that with the uh, with his arc on the show? Are there real ones? Well, I don't know. There could be, right? Well, there certainly could be, but sure, that's dangerous. I'm saying there are tons. I personally. <laughs> I personally have heard of 50 different cases <laughs> against Larry David. Now, the show is really funny. Uncar- uh, it's a great show. He's, he's incredible. He's incredible. He's just Love the best. Him. He's like, I really thought that 10 seasons into this thing, it would be losing steam. But uh, he's just like the first episode. It's like 10 minutes straight of perfect bit after perfect bit. Yeah, it's really so it's just great. It's about like being it's, so rich. Yeah, I mean that's what's great about the show. It's just a super rich dude, so there are no stakes and like everything is going to be fine because <laughs> right. he's insanely rich. Uh, so it's easy to watch him be a moron. But it's funny we like ended that and you know have really been watching a lot of TV and <laughs> movies lately. So went back and watched like season one, episode one, and it's funny how terrible like. 
technically it looks compared yes. to where they get to in the later seasons. Yeah. I mean, all of I feel like all the that came out in like right around the same time that Sex and the City did, and yeah. I feel like both of those first seasons just look horrible. Like even for the time, they look horrible. I gotta say, Sex and the City, I think that like looked better production wise than uh, these first Curb ones. Yeah. I mean, it's not hard for me to imagine that at all. I feel like the first season of Curb, they're like shooting in everybody's like real house, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, I think it's like real shoestring. I think he still wears his his own clothes during it. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah, there's some jackets that he wears that are, like, huge. Uh, yeah, I know. But, but it's a great show. It's an incredible show. He was definitely not, like, fitted for the clothes he's wearing on the show. It's also crazy he just does them whenever he feels like it, too. Yeah, there's no, like, production schedule, really. It's yeah. just, like, he'll do a season, a year or two go by. He's like, I feel like we could get another one. Yeah. And it's, like, always been like that. That's the dream. Whenever Jeff Garland can take a break from filming the, uh, whatever, the, the Goldbergs or whatever it is. Oh, the Goldbergs. God, I forgot that. Yeah. Yeah. The Goldbergs. But, I mean, other than that, prices are holding. You know, I was just going to say, so you guys are on the market for a house. Your prices are holding, and that's good. I, I, want, I want us to come out of this with a strong real estate market intact, so, especially in L.A. Yeah, and so I, I know you guys are both experienced. You're, <laughs> you're both experienced house flippers, right? Like, you buy a lot of houses and then flip them for profit, right? Isn't that, like, your primary source of income? Of yeah, course. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So like when you're buying how are you buying houses now? Like what are you are you planning on buying up a lot of houses now? Is now a selling time? What yeah, what's the what's the MO? Now is not a selling time, Tim. <laughs> now is a buying Now is a buying time. Hmm. Because okay. look I don't have you, any more questions. I've been studying the stock market. This is another thing that I've been doing a lot of. And what you have to realize about the stock market is that it's is is that I'm screaming about it and that it's it's all based on people. Okay. Because it makes no sense that the stock market goes up and down. It's just people acting crazy, okay? <laughs> and it's the same thing. Men in Black taught us this. A person is smart. People are crazy and scared and dumb. And mm. so when you see the herd beefing it, you there's an opportunity there. And right now is an opportunity to buy low. And I'm talking on houses. You can get a $56 million mansion for maybe 49 okay? Yeah. You wow. flip that, you just made $7 million, all right? All profit. Totally. Seven figures, all profit, and you're eating steaks. Yeah, I mean, I, I like you, Trevor, I have been, I, I've been buying up a lot of stocks in this time. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. it's, it's all been in restaurants and bars. A lot of my favorite restaurants and bars went public, like, right before this happened. Mm. Uh, and their stocks are just in the can right now. And I've been buying them up. Because I know that they're going to reopen. I'm like very confident that all of these restaurants and bars are going to reopen better than ever. And when they do, I'm going to make a killing. You're, you're just going to eat it up. You're going to yep. be eating up money. Uh -huh. You're going to go there and say, I don't need to see the menu. I'm eating the money that I got from you. <laughs> yeah, I'm eating the, my money is food to me uh -huh. now. I think that's good. I think a lot of, it sounds like the community has really been coming out to support small businesses too. Mm -hmm. Like I personally, I've been, I've been ordering takeout from small businesses, Little Caesars, Popeyes, yes, uh, John's. McDonald's, Papa John's. Yeah. Uh, just doing whatever we can to support the little guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's important to do that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's this little pizza shop right around the corner from us. Uh, it's really nice. You know, it's run, it's called Domino's. It's Domino's and 
Um, they have lovely pies and wings. I think it, they might have a few other franchises, other places, but some great deals. They have some national TV commercials. Uh, That's really cool. That's pretty so cool for a mom and pop place. It's good to chip in for them. Yeah, I know. I was pretty impressed. And Mr. Domino lives right there, so it's great. See, uh, I like Domino's, uh, and I like Domino's. Uh, like, we went there whenever I was with you guys. But I actually know about a place that has better ingredients and therefore better pizza. Is that true? Yeah. What's that place? <laughs> it's Papa John's. You know, I love when they call it. It's just like you know the guy. Like, this is Papa. He's our Papa. And he makes the pies. <laughs> He's our papa, and he makes the pies. I love I'm a, that. See, I'm a big fan of this new pizza place called Daddy Jonathan's. <laughs> he's our daddy. He's our daddy, and he's got a Jonathan. Daddy Jonathan. <laughs> he's got a Jonathan. Okay, ingredients. All right, pizza. <laughs> daddy so, Jonathan's. <laughs> so when you guys uh, uh, flip a house, mm-hmm. sure. yeah. like what a do coin. you look for? Like, how do you identify a house that's like good to be flipped? Mm-hmm. You're looking for three things, okay? You're looking for one location, obviously. I don't even yeah. need to say that. Are you're the other two location locations? <laughs> yes. That's very funny, but no, that's not the other two. <laughs> location, location, location. First one is location. The second one good bones. is good bones. Yeah. You want a solid structure to the house, especially out here in Quake Town. Yeah. The solid. third thing is one small thing it's one small thing that you can change easily okay okay mm-hmm. one thing that you see the before picture and you see the after picture the same different. concept and it's different it's the same concept as rearranging your room a little bit it's all the same in there but it's slightly different and it feels new mm-hmm. that way you pump up the price you get a bonus you get a bonus. You get a bonus. And that's how you're making seven figures per home. Seven figures per home. Okay. Yeah. You're, I like this. And you're what kind of things? You're talking like paint, jukeboxes, uh, foosball tables. Yeah. That No, not a jukebox nor foosball table. Door, yes. Paint the right. door. Maybe you add a new handle. door handle. Okay. Maybe door handle, new paint on the door. Maybe new treatment on a window. You know, something mm-hmm. small that'll really pop. Maybe you paint the window maybe uh-huh. it's a painted window something like that a painted window hmm. like you a nice adding, bench what'd you say a nice bench a nice bench could really up the value you add a bench and you say look at this credenza that you can rest upon you just made seven figures credenzas seven figure credenza have you had any trouble like finding Buyers over, like, do you, you, you sell over Zoom now? Do we sell over Zoom? Yeah, occasionally we'll sell over Zoom. We were talking to Alec Baldwin the other day. Oh, really? Over Zoom, yeah, really. I shouldn't have name-dropped him that way. but Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, it's cool. Uh, but he bought a house over Zoom. Um, we were talking to Gary Shandling's uh, old manager, and they also <laughs> bought a How's house. How's Gary doing? What's that? Well, How's Gary doing? Well, Gary, is doing Gary's good. dead, but his old manager is doing okay. Oh, uh, really well. Yeah, he bought a house over Zoom. Um, uh, the guy who worked on Who Framed Roger Rabbit, uh, his he bought a house over Zoom as well. Sometimes if they don't want to do Zoom, we'll do house party. Yeah, sometimes house party. Sometimes Twitter DMs slide into our DMs. Um, okay, sure. Our DMs is like one big open envelope that you can slide into. <laughs> slippery. It's slippery in there, too. We'll lose you. 
We'll lose you in that thing. But it works for us. That's cool. And what have you guys been doing? I heard you're getting into millet over there. Millet? Yeah, I heard there's a lot of millet happening yeah, over like there. Yeah, like some indoor millet farming. Indoor yeah. millet farming for millet. You mean mullet? You mean the, the singer millet? No, we no, mean, I mean the highly variable small seeded grass. Are you what? sure you don't oh. mean the Japanese pop star millet? No, no, I mean millet. Known for her famous song, Vinland Saga Ending 2? No, I mean millet. Are you sure you don't mean that millet? Check the chat. Oh, check the chat. <laughs> okay, we got a chat. It's and. Okay, millets are a group Water of or human food. highly variable small seeded grasses. Okay, so this is very cool. It's frost sensitive and is sown after the frost. Oh, okay, see, I, I knew this. So we have been getting into this. You have been getting I, into I, it. But we, we knew it by a different name. Oh, what do you guys call it? We call but. it... Uh, what? We call it but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. right. I remember someone saying that Tim and Colby were getting really into butt. They're farming butt. They're farm. They're butt farmers. We're now. butt farmers now. Butt. Yeah, right. That, I mean, it's a really important crop in the semi-arid tropics of Asia and Africa. Yes. And Bushwick. And, and Bushwick. Bushwick has a lot in common with those climates. Mm -hmm. So uh, let me ask you: Do you have a thick butt this year? Is it a thin, maybe a runny butt? Uh, strong harvest. Strong harvest butt. <laughs> Colby? How strong is our butt harvest this year? <laughs> I would say it's pretty firm. The, the, the harv it's been a pretty firm harvest. Uh, it's a juicy harvest. It's, ju for it's juicy sure. for sure. There is, there is, you know, really what I'm worried about in any harvest is the runoff. And in that, this, <laughs> yes. Have you had any, like, this any is no exception. What'd you say? Have you had any issues with bugs or worms? Yeah, but we have had no bugs. We've had a lot of worms, though. Got some worms and rashing. <laughs> the thing, and there's a Rashes. bunch of different like kinds of worms. All like, sure. Like you think you're just gonna get one kind, yeah. but you yeah. they kind of keep showing up. Mm -hmm. A lot of kinds. But they, I mean, they they like butt just as much as we do. So uh, yeah. I understand, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna try and shame them for being who they are. We have more in common with them. Yeah, more than, human than we. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you guys always seemed more butt than human to me. Or more worm than human, I guess. <laughs> more butt worm than human. We're more butt worm for sure. Yeah. Um, well, Colby. Do you know what time it is? What time? Oh, is it time for Tim Keck's top, top 10, ten smells. smells? Yes. All right, Speaking gang. But boy, oh boy. Speaking of butt, time for number four <laughs> on Tim Keck's top ten smells. I'm talking salty beach air. Oh my God, I love salty beach air. Now I grew up in a little town in Florida, right off the beach, my friend. Every time I left my home walking outside on my way to school, maybe onto Publix when you know, we weren't under quarantine lockdown. I could just get a little whiff. Oh man, of that sweet, sweet, salty beach air. I love it so much. And every time I go home to visit my parents, I get picked up at the airport and I'm driving to our, to our home and we go over this bridge that goes over the river and I roll down the windows and I lean out the side like a dog and I just take a big old sniff of that salty beach air i love it you love it it's incredible and that's why salty beach air is one of tim keck's 
top 10 smells. That's very – so can we recap the list uh, so far? So far. Annie Ann's Pretzels was one. Annie Ann's Pretzels, number one. Number two, Bodega Flowers. Bodega Flowers, yeah. Number three, Bacon, Frying in the Pan. And yeah. number four, Salty Beach Air. Salty Beach Air. Wow. This is the first one that's not related to a place or a type a place where you get or a type of food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have range. It's interesting. <sighs> Sorry, I was just taking a <laughs> I'm just taking a deep breath of that salty beach that air. Salty beach air. Yeah. You know what my favorite thing is about Tim Keck's Top 10 Smells? Uh-huh. Is that it's a momentum killer. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, here, I got one for you, Tim. Go for what's it. Your, what's your top three quarantine time smells? Because you're stuck inside now. You're not getting any beach air. I know that. Yeah. Oh, and my please God. don't say but. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I can give you two then. <laughs> <laughs> top me. 10 beach smell. Uh, top 10 quarantine smell. I got to tell you, my feet are just fascinating now. Have you ever just smelled your feet? They're crazy. They're so far away from my nose. But if you bend down and pull one up to your face, I'm telling you, you're going to get something. You're going to get something new and unusual that you haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> Have you ever smelled them from full standing? From full standing? Have they been strong enough that you don't need I tell you what, I have. Colby smelled my feet from full standing. Yeah. I hold him upside down so that his nose. I can smell those dogs from outside. We're in a position, like if you had to assign a number to the position we were in, it would probably be a, a 69. Yeah. And uh, I'm standing. But a stand, it's a standing 69. I'm kind of doing a handstand with my back up against the kitchen wall. And yeah. I'm just kind of inches his way closer to me until I can smell them. Foot to face. Foot to face. That's how we and like to work. That's how, like, when you sleep in a bed with someone who you're not trying to get it on with. Yeah. You're, if you're trying to sleep with someone in the most heterosexual way possible, right. so heterosexual that it, like, kind of becomes offensive again, <laughs> you, you lay foot to face. And you guys are naked when you do this. Of course we're naked when we're doing sure. this. We're trying to get a good smell. I mean, yeah. I don't, want the, I don't want the socks or any of the other clothes to come in between me and a pure smell yeah if you're standing up and you can't smell something you might want to check yourself because maybe your clothes are a little too overpowering now if i'm not mistaken you guys also love standing in weird positions am i wrong Mm -hmm. no that's true uh you know we have a small team that we've hired out here they help us with the house flipping um and uh you know we do the thing you know uh you have a bunch of people hold their hands out and you lay across them you know oh sure yeah, so we do that when we go to uh, when we go to get groceries, and then just pick everything from the aisles that way, kind of horizontal. Okay. It, 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 it makes it feel like you're on a shelf, which I think gives you better visibility to see uh-huh. the things and to identify uh, with what you're actually purchasing, which is important. Gotcha. Yeah, and then you move through the aisles, you just have the person in the back run to the front, grab hands, and they kind of glide you along like a conveyor belt. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Like the Egyptians moved heavy stones. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then sure. also whenever we do our, our monthly team meetings at Cheesecake Factory, yeah. we do a human pyramid style where the top gets the biggest piece of cheesecake and that trickles down to the bottom, the poorest performers that month. And I do want to say this is the Beverly Hills Cheesecake on Beverly uh, Boulevard down there. Beverly, Beverly Drive, Beverly. excuse me. Yes. Yeah. So is that how you determine, like, your performance reviews and stuff is by cheesecake size at the Cheesecake Factory? Like, do people know what size they're going to get? 
rewards. That's the reward. Yeah, it's a commission-based business. Are you guys still doing the thing where you cover your bodies in breadcrumbs and then lay on the ground in a specific pattern so that birds come and eat it and form a shape? Yeah, why, why, would, why would we have stopped that? Our art? You mean art? I don't know. I haven't seen you in a while. Why would we stop doing art? Passion? I don't know. You haven't talked to me about it in a while. That's why. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to take an interest in the things you guys are interested in. Well, art is a diverse range of human activities in creating visual, auditory, performing artifacts, and that's what the breadcrumb bird pastes are. Paste. And it's it, it is a paste. We did make it a paste. So uh I would say for me one of the most impressive things I saw you guys do with mm -hmm. with that art is like you made an uh uh do you remember like the shapes that the aliens made in the crops and signs? Oh yes. Yeah, I saw you guys do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't we refer to them to the shapes that we made with our bird paste, not the, it's kind of it's that first. It's like a chicken and egg thing. It's like a chicken yeah. and the egg thing. Oh, yeah, sorry. I've never actually seen signs, but I know what you're talking about yeah. through their art. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, do you know the Pokemon Mystic Number? Yeah, he's all fucked up looking, right? Yeah. <laughs> and there's no. 29 of them for every letter of the alphabet? I, I saw you make that shape as well. The Mystic Number shape. I gotta see it. I gotta do the two images. Tim, you have got to see this Pokemon. Have I? You've got to see him. Mystic No. Are you Googling him now? This, I will say, and I want to toot my own horn here, um, is an incredible pull for me. Name? That I remembered what this... Is this the one that gives you Mew? No, it's like a bunch of little... Is it Mystic No? No, is what? Or, or is it the alphabet it one? Called? Mystic No is the one that gives you Mew if you move the truck. Oh, yeah. And then the other one, there's the one that looks like numbers. That looks like letters of the alphabet, right? Yeah, what's That they all look one? different? I don't know. Letter of the alphabet? Boy, one? the hubris that I just displayed in saying that I was proud of myself for this poll. And then immediately being cut down to size. You know, I knew exactly what you were talking about, but I knew that neither of us knew what the actual name was. You know, I, I was typing in Pokemon that's just a bunch of, and I was going to say numbers, uh, and then it just, apparently there's one that's Pokemon that's just a bunch of keys. Keys? Keys, K-E-Y-S, and it's called Klefki. Whoa, he is just a Holy chain shit. of keys. Key ring Pokemon. Klefki. <gasps> oh my god, there's Klefki in the anime. Some of the Pokemon, it's like, oh, these guys, these guys really, this is a stroke of genius that they came up with this. And other ones, it's like, they were looking around their house, scrambling last, like the last 10 they come up with every, for every game are like, God, what's, there's a cup. I have a cup in my house. Cup of mon. Okay. There's like a teapot, teapot mon. Okay. Uh, banana mon. <laughs> banana mon. Uh, butt mon. Butt mon. All the classics. Are y'all gaming? Yeah, you guys gaming? Uh, I wish I had Animal Crossing. People have that, not me. I don't. I wish, wish I had I wish that as well. But I also don't know when I would really play it, to be honest. Well, that's yeah. the thing, is I think now is the time, and any time after this, I would feel too guilty to play it, because I feel like after we get out of this, it's going to be that difficult thing where there's no excuse to be like, I'm just going to stay in tonight, you know? Yeah. Because it's like, oh, you're going to stay in tonight? What were you doing for the past three fucking yeah. months, you yeah. asshole? 
come yeah. hang out in the world. Um, so yeah. not feeling up to it, guys. Yeah, like I just kind of want a quiet night in. Even at times, just like sit around and do nothing for a while. Yeah, yeah I don't like that. Why is there all of a sudden this expectation that we're all going to be out once the quarantine's over? What if What if we like staying so in? We've been in for so long. What if I'm yeah. thriving in this environment? Tim, it's a trick of the brain that you're thriving in this environment. <laughs> I'll invite people over. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> that counts. That counts. That does count. That's socializing. Yeah. I gotta get yeah. across. But I do think it's gonna be, you know, so I don't have it now. But yeah, you know, we're otherwise gaming a lot, you know. Nice, yeah. I think we're gonna do some Mario Kart tonight. Nice. If you had to take one game to a desert island, what would it be? Oh gosh. Fuck you, Colby. <laughs> um, now remember, on this desert island there is a power source and a place to plug in a game system. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Can it be a game that I make up? <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure, but you have to entirely like design it yourself. You, you have, have to, to animate it yourself. It right oh, I have to do that. Okay, I can't yeah. do that. I can't okay. do that. I got uh, it. would be my game pitch. This is my game pitch. Okay. okay. Let's all pitch a game. Okay. This is my game pitch. It's called uh, Working Title. It's called Culture Man. Okay, and it's a Red Dead Redemption, it's a Rockstar Games style game. So it's like open world walking uh -huh. around. Um, but every, you can go to different areas that are different pop culture hubs. So there's an entire Star Wars universe. Nice. There's an entire Harry Potter universe. There's an entire uh, James Bond universe. Different like open world things. And you can travel between these. Like the game never ends. There's always fun stuff being added. Yes, you can also play basketball, uh, and it's called Culture Man. That's really cool. This is kind of the Ready Player One of uh, video games. Honestly, yes, but but like each one is like very uh, developed in it. So it's it's like you could play the length of Red Dead Redemption within the Harry Potter world, but then that also exists for like eight different pop culture properties. So this is every game. But in the structure of a Rockstar game style game. I I've, love this. I've had that same thought for every genre. It's like, man, I just want Harry Potter, but a Rockstar game. I just <laughs> want yeah. Pirates, but just a Rockstar game. Yeah, like, I Rockstar think, should yeah. just be putting new skins on stuff and just being like, <laughs> oh, about. instead of a gun, you get a wand. And now we're done. Yeah, we're done yeah. the game. 100%. I think every video game company should just you know, accept that what Rockstar is doing is the highest form of what they yes. could do and just commit and just make that happen because everyone will love it so much. So much. So much. I mean, yeah. My, my beef with Animal Crossing is that you can't murder anyone in it. I was going to say that my pitch for a video game is that it's, it's very similar to like a, like a Call of Duty. You know, it's like an online shooter. Mm -hmm. But all of the enemies look like people who have wronged me. <laughs> you should be able to upload faces to yes. this thing oh my god <laughs> that's like i feel like that's not far off and it is a dark slope where just someone's, <laughs> they're gonna like find someone in a basement and they've just uploaded like five million brock obama <laughs> like, still mad about him somehow god yeah oh, <laughs> Like Neo in the Matrix fighting all those Agent Smiths, and there's yeah. just a wave of them coming out. <laughs> it's just Barack Obama. He's tetherballing these Barack Obamas. 
<laughs> oh my god gosh okay if if we're talking about which president would win in a physical fight barack obama's got to be in the and top we were top talking five about that. top five <laughs> and we were we were we were putts it we were circling it there was blood in the water we were very naturally getting there <laughs> okay i feel like uh I think, rock is up uh, there i think theodore roosevelt is up there teddy is in the teddy's in the oh, hunt for yeah. sure uh, i feel like i feel like that's the guy to beat Andrew Jackson, I think, is up there, too. That dude fucking scalped Indians in the White House. Yeah, I guess there's... <laughs> there's... <laughs> he might be up there for, like, his mentality about it. Yeah. A fight, a fight is mostly mentality. So we're talking <laughs> when they're in office, right? Are we talking during... Yeah, sometime... Not their physical primes. Because here's, here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. JFK, that guy's got a fucking glass jaw. Dude, one oh, shot and that guy's down for the done. count. He is done. <laughs> Yeah, Growing his back is all fucked up. He is yeah, like, yeah. He, yeah, he can't even stand up. Yeah, he, he didn't even get in a fight with his brothers when he was growing up. Ugh. Yeah, I Ugh. think um, uh, I was gonna say Grant, but I think he was probably too, too old and too alcoholic. Yeah, but yeah, probably. Yeah, you just got to get him in the liver, have his psoriasis <laughs> yeah. act up. He's what about who? Worse behind it. Taft is too chubby. No. Who was the really fat one? Was that Taft? Yeah, Taft. That was Taft. <laughs> yeah, throw Taft in there like sumo style. Just think about it. How many, how much, how many more shots his body would be able to absorb? Taft is kind of the Snorlax of the fight. <laughs> yeah, that's. Crazy. He keeps healing. He's missed. He's just now. kind of sitting there, but once he wakes up, oh boy! <laughs> oh, Taft! You're about to get a get a, a side beam at your face. <laughs> Dude, uh, side beam. Let's rank the beams in Pokemon right now. Hyper beam. Hyper beam. Ice beam. Solar beam. Solar beam is the bottom. Solar beam took it a has, turn. It has to charge. Yeah. yeah. You don't fuck with anything that has to charge. Hyper it's never beam, worth it. If I recall, you have to sit out the next turn also because hyper beam is so uh, exhausting to do. Wow. I feel like it's a race between ice beam and side beam. They both have, they can confuse and, and freeze the opponent if you're nasty. Hmm. Uh, if you're nasty. Are there any other... Beams? Balance beam. Just steel beam. <laughs> steel beam. What's Moongeist beam? Moongeist beam. <laughs> Aurora beam. Aurora, Aurora beam. Sure. Simple beam. <laughs> what? Simple beam. Simple beam? What's simple beam? <laughs> simple beam? <laughs> that's it's the character That's the character Ben Stiller played in Tropic Thunder. Yeah. It's a non-damaging normal type move introduced in Generation 5. Oh, gotcha. In Generation 8, it's the signature Sing move of Woobat and Swoobat. So yeah. wait, so right now are you guys on Bulbapedia, the Pokemon Wikipedia? You know it, bro. It's our that fucking I am too, baby. I've spent a lot of time on that website. Simple yeah, beam. You know what my favorite thing about Pokemon is looking at all the Pokemon. Yeah, that's really good. What about I just collecting? like looking at them. They look all fun. Did you guys? Uh, did you guys have the cards? No. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, I had the cards. Never played the game though. Just collected the cards. Yeah, I, I I tried to play the game a couple times with my friends, and we kept looking at the rules, being like, "This is too complicated, and it's not fun." Yeah, I remember like, vividly. When I got a holographic Charizard and it fell to the ground outside the KB Toys in my grandmother's mall, and the sense of panic between me, like going down to the ground and thinking it would like someone would run by and snag it off the ground, it yeah. was like shocking and incredible. <laughs> there's like a there's like a bandit 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that's the Charizard. And he like slides by and grabs it. And then I like that's my, that's my advice. Whenever dudes go to prison, as I say, hey, don't drop the holographic Charizard. <laughs> you find the Charmander in that place and you beat the <laughs> shit out of it. This Colby standing outside of Rikers Island, just hey, buddy, <laughs> don't drop a Charizard in there. <laughs> How did you get a Charizard? Did you, Trevor? Did you find one in a booster pack? Yeah, I got it in a pack of cards. What? Too crazy on was, my birthday. That's, in, that's crazy. I like. I remember it so vividly. Same. It. Yeah, it was incredible. It was so exciting. There was like, I was just like, I was like, you know, like seven or eight years old, and I just like got a pack of Pokemon cards on my birthday, and there was a holographic Charizard inside, and I lost my mind. It's really, yeah, so wild. It's funny too. How, like that was so much the thing of like man you hold on to these they're gonna be worth a lot of money right now these things are gonna be worth a lot uh and i'm looking right now and they are not worth a lot uh it went the give, way give us a baby. price for a holographic charizard on ebay <clears throat> okay so an original pokemon charizard base set rare hollow graphic card is 64 dollars with zero bids on ebay wow <laughs> zero bids oh yeah. no that's honestly more than i thought it was going to be uh, there's a hollow, yeah. There's another one that has 25. That's buy it now, but I don't know if that's yeah. That's like a weird anniversary one. I don't think well, that I, we had a store in our mall that was like a like a like a sports cards store. Yeah, where like you would like buy like baseball cards and stuff, and they would have like the glass case with, with like the really valuable baseball cards, like a like like a Cal Ripken rookie card and that kind of thing. Yeah. and then they started stocking like a holographic blast toys and stuff that you could buy for like $30. Oh, wow. That's, that's messed up. We would just go look at them. It was, yeah. it was exciting. I got to <laughs> tell you, you guys talking about your Charizards now as a grown man, just real jealousy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like genuine real jealousy oh. that you had that life experience. Like, I want to fucking buy a Charizard now. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to buy a Char I never had a Charizard. Yeah, that, that I'm getting a Charizard get, now. I'm putting it on the mantle. thing on eBay is about to get its first bid. Yeah. $65 to, re to live a childhood dream? That's nothing. <laughs> That's nothing. God, find me the cheapest Charizard on there. I'm buying it you right can't now put a value on, on this podcast. The joy it would bring this home. <laughs> this home yeah. needs a holographic Charizard. There really are a range of prices. Like one person is listing it for four hundred. Someone's listing it for six hundred forty-five dollars oh or best God. offer. And then there's like a hundred twenty-five and the sixty-dollar ones too. So. Oh wow. I want one of those that's just in Japanese. You remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like kids playing with like. Yes, I was just thinking. I saw I'm one of those one right now. here, and I was like, "Oh God, the Japanese ones!" Yeah. This one says four thousand dollars. Four thousand dollars. This is nuts. There's no way it's that fast and free. Free delivery in four days. Eleven viewed per hour. What's the difference between this ten thousand dollar Charizard, four thousand dollar Charizard? That it was licked by Mr. Pokemon himself. <laughs> Mr. Pokemon. Oh, well, Mr. Pokemon. guys, we got to start wrapping up the show. We're at about uh, we're at about time. You mean we're gonna pokey wrap it up the show? Oh my God! Play it. Let's do it. Oh, if only I could. I'll, I'll put it in at the end. I'll put it in at the end of the episode because I can't play it the way we got the thing set up. What do you mean you're gonna play it? Trevor knows all the words. <laughs> 
Trevor's just getting – Trevor, you can just do the Pokemon rap for us, right? Yeah, you want me to do it real quick? Yeah, if you could just bust out the Pokemon rap. Now, this is the one where you list all the names of the Pokemon, right? So it's the original 150. Yeah, it's the original 150. Um, you don't need a beat or anything, right? Well, Marika's an incredible beatboxer, so I think between the two of them, <laughs> we, could get, we could get a real play of this Pokemon rap. Okay, let me know. It's kind of long. Do we have time? Should I go? I think we 100% have enough time for this. I will cut out whatever happened before just to make sure we have enough time for this. Okay, ready? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to begin here. Okay, let me just give me a second. I'm warming up my throat here. Okay, warm up. <clears throat> what if I was just like, bye, and ended the show right now? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. All right, all right. Just give me, huh, hmm. Words. I don't know the words. I mean, I'd like to be able to like read along. Nidoran. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay, yep. Nidoran. Oh, Nidoran. Pokey Char. Okay, ready? Here we go. They sound great. Release from my hand the power that Animal polywag. Pokemon! Burning through it. What is happening? What is this? You guys rapping at two times speed? <laughs> Did you speed it up? Run a little fast! <laughs> I can't understand what's going on. I heard touch him real good. That was great. Thank you. Oh, that was great that's stuff. Awesome. Okay. You. Trevor, Marika, thanks for joining us. Thank, Thank you. you. It was nice to talk to you. Uh, well, what do you say we stop the recording and turn on the vids and catch up for a few minutes? We'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone. Stay Come tuned out. for Two Thumbs Undecided. Bye. Come out. So I really like the things